couple suits in there. And there's one specific (laughs) suit of armor that you kind of focused on for a little while. And I tried not to focus on it too much in the video, but you do mention it. And it's largely because there's... Henry VIII uh, liked to kind of protect a very particular part of his body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think what it's called, like a punch piece or something. Yeah. Welcome to Talk with History. I'm your host, Scott, here with my wife and historian, Jen. Hello. On this podcast, we give you insights to our history-inspired world travels, YouTube channel journey, and examine history through deeper conversations with the curious, the explorers, and the history lovers out there. Now, today, we will be joined by Jen's friend, Bonnie, who is a former naval aviator who flew with Jen. So when Bonnie gets a chance to jump on a little bit later, we will uh, introduce her. So um, for those, I'm going to save our word association game. Yeah. So I'm going to save that for Bonnie. So if you guys are on the live stream, I want you guys to play along. And we're going to try to start doing this during the live stream as well. So, Jen, what are we going to be talking about on today's podcast? So the reason why Bonnie is uh, our guest today is because we went to the Tower of London together. That's right. And so this is, this is our last video from when Walk With History was in London in England. And um, <clears throat> Bonnie had come to visit me. Um, we had stayed, we had house sat for a friend of mine and this was our last, one of our last things that we did. Very touristy. I had done it before with you for our honeymoon. That's right. About and 15 years earlier. I don't remember any of it. I don't. <laughs> but it was something that, you know, Bonnie had never been. I think the Tower, the Tower of London is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a very iconic London historical landmark and so um, it's cool for people to see it. So I was, uh, I was happy to play tour guide and show her around. And not much had changed since we had been there 15 years ago. One of the things that I just, again, I didn't realize was how old the Tower of London was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said it was first built in like 1066. Yeah, 1066, William the Conqueror. Yeah, that, I just, I mean, that's almost a thousand years ago. Well, it has such a prime location. Yeah. When you think about it, right on the river there. Yep. Um, it, and it was fortified, and it was just so, it was built to last, Yeah. right? So it's just been there for so long. Now, I say it in the video, it has been sieged right. more than once. Yep. Um, it has gone through many restorations and it's an interesting location because <clears throat> it's where the king would be or the king would go for safety, but it's also where they held prisoners. Right. And it's some of the last places people were before they were executed. And I talk about it in the video, but I don't really get into much of the history of it. But Queen Elizabeth the first was um she was held captive there yeah by her sister yeah and you talk about you kind of cover as you're walking in mm-hmm. right that how most everybody and even queen elizabeth the first i get even comments about going through traitor's gate traitor's gate because most people who are imprisoned are brought in through boat so and i correct me if i'm wrong so i assume right there was a moat around mm-hmm. the you yes, know the the white was. the white tower yeah. That's how they brought them in, you know, from the river. Yes. So the moat was actually, I guess, connected to the river. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, so, so they, they brought her up the boat. They brought her in there and just 
boated her right into the tower. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's why they called it Traitor's Gate because most people who were brought in that way to the prison, yeah, this was like your last boat ride, right? Because you're going to sure. more than like if you're going to the Tower of London, you are a prestigious criminal, yeah, and more than likely going to be executed. Um, Elizabeth the first escaping execution is rare because we talked about Lady Jane Grey yep. a little in the video. And, you know, when people can rival the throne, you are usually executed. Yeah, because, they're seen as a threat. Yeah, you're a threat. So the easiest way to kill the threat is just to kill you. Right. Right? Even if you say, oh, I'll never, I'll never want the crown. I'll never want to be king or queen. It doesn't matter. You have a claim. Right. And with the claim, people can... If they don't like the monarchy, they can start to build a resistance yep. and use you as a figurehead. Well, and we see that even today, right? Mm-hmm. If you watch Game of Thrones, oh, yeah. they do the same thing, yeah, right? So hey, this person is distantly related to that person who used to be king, mm-hmm. and maybe they have the rightful claim to the throne. Exactly. And you even see in that in there how some people don't even want the monarchy. They don't right. want the royalty but they're seen as a figurehead for it. Yeah, they're they're a pawn. They're a pawn. And that's what happened to Lady Jane Grey. Yeah. In between, this is all related to Henry VIII. When Henry VIII dies, his son becomes king. That's yep. not even disputed. But Edward dies young because yep. he was never really healthy. And in between his death and Queen Mary, who's his first wife's daughter, Catherine, Okay. Um, Lady Jane Grey comes onto the throne. Yeah. And they push her onto the throne because they're afraid of Mary's religious belief, which is Catholicism. And at the time, their yep. Church of England. Yep. Right? Henry breaks away so he can marry Anne Boleyn, who's the mother of Elizabeth I. And uh, people are afraid with, with Catholicism because what happens with religion at that time is it's all or nothing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so if that's kind of how the monarchy would rule. Yes. Was you, with that. If now I'm in charge, I'm Catholic. Everyone must be Catholic or you denounce your past religion or you get executed. It's very simple. Wow. And so Bloody Mary is how she gets her nickname yeah. because of the Reformation. And so that's why they push Lady Jane Grey. Now, Lady Jane Grey's claim to the throne is through Henry VIII's sister. Yeah. Which is pretty relatively distant it's, it's weak yeah. it's a weak claim i mean it's still royalty it's yeah. still claim ish but you're not descendant of the monarch you're not descendant of the uh, direct descendant of henry the eighth so that's but that's why she's queen for nine days and then she's executed in the tower of london she's like so young yeah doesn't even know what's happening um but again the best way to rid yourself of the risk that they can cause is to just is to kill off all your potential <laughs> your potential competition and that happens in the tower and that happens and we we go to the location which is like a little fountain now with yep. the little like a pillow yeah like a, some crystal pillow yeah, glass pillow thing and <clears throat> excuse me i'm still getting over that cough what happened with that is um i'm pretty sure it was elizabeth the second who went there and saw that location and thought about Elizabeth the first and thought about her family and, and was like, we should have something here for Anne Boleyn and for everybody who had to be executed here and how difficult that was to yeah. see, because you can see that location from the prison. So you're watching everybody yep. get executed. So that's why they built that kind of nicer looking 
monuments yeah. there where the now that's now if we're walking kind of through the video so that's like right after you guys kind of walk you walk right by trader's gate as you're walking in the, the tourist yeah. entrance and then you walk in there you kind of point out the it's kind of neat like the, the drawbridge yeah. and then the, the double fortification yeah. right so that they built eventually they built an outer wall yes there was an outer wall and an inner wall outer wall and that came over time mm-hmm. over the centuries yeah. um and you 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 bring up the menagerie. Yes. So that I thought that was actually interesting. I don't I don't know why I wouldn't have thought that, but that's just not super normal, I guess. Well, I think with power comes privilege, yeah. and with this privilege. So comes- they, I mean, they had like they had them all, like like did they have like a polar bear? Yeah, inside the Tower of London. Yeah, they had a polar bear. They had an elephant. They had which which think about that. Monkeys. But you know, back at that time, like as a polar bear, that means. Someone went all the way up to where there are polar bears, brought a polar bear back, and then brought it into the Tower of London. And gave it like a a room. Gave it gave it a spot, right? And obviously that not treated well at all. And even (laughs) even they show the polar bear statue with like a chain on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Um but the one of the most interesting things I thought was about the ravens. So the ravens. So yeah, I want you to it's definitely inhumane the way the animals are treated, but it's very typical of 1600s, 1700s animal treatment. Um, So the ravens, there is folklore with the ravens that if the ravens leave the tower, the monarchy has fallen. So when we visited 15 years ago, there were just ravens all over on the grass. And since then, they have built those cages. I don't think those cages were there when we... So I kind of make a joke about it. it. It didn't make the video... But I said, you know, the way to ensure that the monarchy doesn't fall is to put the ravens in cages and keep them here in the Tower of London. There you go. The monarchy will not fall. They'll never fall because they live in cages. The ravens live in cages. So they're not going anywhere. So, yeah, that's kind of synonymous with Tower of London. So you can buy little um, touristy trinkets and, you know, you get the beef eaters. So you get the guys who kind of run the... The tower with the collars and the hats and the yeah, red. like basically like the circular collars yeah. that go all the way around. Yes, the col- you know, almost like you put a dinner plate around their neck. Yes, you know, and then you get the guards who are just like British guards. They're wearing the big the black hats and they have the rifles and they're guarding the crown jewels. And then you get the ravens. So those are kind of like the three synonymous things that you can buy little trinkets and things for Tower of London memorabilia. Yeah. Yeah. Now, after you kind of walk through, because that the Raven area and what they're some displays about the menagerie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They even have like a display elephant kind of sticking its head yeah, so over one of the walls. Yeah, you can see what that would have looked like. Yeah. So it was is kind of all spread around, like almost like a mini zoo yes. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, then you guys go into what's probably probably the largest draw, which yeah. is the um, the White Tower. So the White Tower is probably what. And that's, you, that's the original structure. The original structure looks like a castle. It's very medieval looking. And even when you get inside, it's very medieval built. Big big rooms, some spiral staircases, little closet areas, probably for privies or bathrooms, yeah. you know. Um, but what holds it today is the armor. Yeah. And they have all the armor for the monarchy, the older monarchies. And they have a lot of measurements from those monarchies and like they had built like fake heads so they could measure helmets for them and 
things along that nature. And the horses also got armor, so they had horse armor. Yeah, I thought that I thought that was kind of neat, right? I mean, you see it in movies all the time. Mm-hmm. And but seeing it actually like that's what they had and it wasn't just the metal stuff. It was some leather. Sure. Right? I mean, they You got to protect d- your horse. D- yeah, different versions of it. Yeah, I mean, cuz your horse if being your horse gets stabbed or shot with an arrow out yeah. from underneath you. And they had the kids armor. It. Yep. Right? So that was Henry VIII's son. I don't think so. I think it was some other royal else. child. Yeah, I put the label in there. Yeah. But it was neat. I mean, it, it looked like probably the size of a 10 or 12-year-old, yeah. you know? And it was a nice, ornate, you know, sure. suit of armor. Because they have to learn and practice. And, yeah. you know, you're still kind of the head of the armies. And, you know, I think Elizabeth the first does a good job of that later in her career. She gets out in front of her army with armor on and they don't even make armor for women, but she wears a breastplate and she just, her presence gives them a lot of um, excitement. Yeah. You know, they're kind of like, they like to see that their monarchy is there with them. Yeah. So it, you know, it brings a lot of, uh, um, that's what I'm looking for. Like, like prestige. Prestige, but where you get kind of like inspired. Brings yep. a lot of inspiration yep. to yep. her people. So the same thing, like is it, if a child is a monarch, think of Henry VIII's son at 12 years old, you're going to build armor for them through their life. Right. Um, and we talked a little bit about Henry VIII because it's his armor. It's, it's, really. it's, it's He's got multiple suits in there. <laughs> yeah. And there's one specific <laughs> oh suit of armor that you kind of focused on for a little while and I tried not to focus on it too much in the video but you do mention it yes. and it's largely because it, there's Henry VIII uh, liked to kind of protect a very particular part of his body <laughs> yeah. I mean I think what it's called a, a conch piece or something yeah um, so I talk about this in the in the video Henry VIII was very athletic yeah you said when, when he was younger when he was younger yeah. he loved to play games tennis joust he would fight with the sword. He would learn how to sword fight. Um, but it was right between his marriage to Anne Boleyn and Jane Seymour, he gets injured in a jousting accident. And he's in a coma for a pretty significant time, almost a day yeah. before he comes back, um, wakes back up. But he has a really bad leg injury that never really heals. And he's always, it's what starts kind of his gangrenous smell about him. Oh, wow. And he gets a bad limp from it. And he just kind of like, you know, self-indulges with food. So then he becomes very heavy. Yeah. And so you get a real transition in Henry VIII's stature from yeah. then on. And that, that then you get what the iconic Henry VIII, like what you would remember, the last picture that's yeah, the heavy, painted the of heavy him. Set, yeah. The heavy set with the beret, with yeah. his arm on his hip. Yep. And, and I bet he's even heavier in real life. Sure. I bet that picture is very... Yeah, he's like, hey, painter guy, yeah. paint me a little center. Yeah, I yeah. think that picture is, is supposed to be very pleasing yeah. to his appearance, but he probably did not look that pleasing at that yeah. Point. What remind me again what years? This is like 15 early 1500s. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's early 1500s. But yes, that suit of armor, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. <laughs> if, you, if you just go watch the video, even if you only watch that one little part and and then just laugh about it because it's it's hilarious. But the tower has so much history. I talk a little bit about the princes. So before Henry VIII, Henry VII, his father, um, comes into rule and he marries Elizabeth of York 
and they have a bunch of children. Arthur is their oldest and Arthur dies and Henry is the second. Um, but he marries York. Basically, it's the marriage of the roses. So the war of the rose, the roses, the white rose and the, the red rose. The red rose is the Tudor rose. So and then Elizabeth York is the white rose. And so they marry because there's such a big claim on the throne. And Henry VII has basically won the throne through battle. And before he has the claim, Elizabeth's brother and uncle have the claim. And those are the two young princes. Oh, that's right. And those are the princes that are killed They in the tower. They're about 14, 15 years old. Both of their claims to the throne is much stronger than even Henry VII. But because they're killed and they no longer are around. Well, and, and didn't you say that, I mean, they weren't like outright executed in the open square area. They were basically like sent to the tower and then just never seen again. Exactly. That's what happened. So obviously. And then people yeah. kind of knew but didn't want to talk about it because Henry VII is now in power. Yeah. And then he marries Elizabeth York to kind of appease the people. And then she doesn't want to bring it up because it's still it's still a volatile subject and Henry VII sure. is it's the king. Family. Yeah. Right. Hey, so. you killed family yeah. that actually had a more legitimate you yeah. know, claim to the throne. So again, here we get this killing to make sure to ensure your line. Yeah. And so what happened was they actually found a trunk with the skeletons in it. Oh, I didn't know that. About, I would say about 150 years later. Yeah. And so then they knew for sure. It was yeah. always a rumor yeah. that they were killed. And then when they found the trunk, they knew for sure. Oh, yeah. And they've been reburied. Now, one of the parts that actually didn't make the video um, was the armory. So there's the armor and the suits of armor and the horses and yeah. kind of talking you and taking you through all that, that, that cool stuff and the different styles of armor too. It was, it was really actually really neat, but then they go into the armory where, I mean, that, that was really what the other, the other big thing that the castle did back then was it, it held all the, all the weapons so that, you know, they could defend themselves against these other people who were trying to, come and take over the throne or, sure. or anything. So some so most times the Tower of London is the last line of defense. Yeah. Right? Double fortified moat. Mm -hmm. And it's been taken over a couple times, you know, back and forth. You get this War of the Roses that yep. lasts a long time. Everyone, the Tower of London is looked at as the seat mm -hmm. of the monarchy. And so it's been, it goes back and forth between hands. So yes, there is a lot of gunpowder and cannons and things in the bottom. Not Nothing is active anymore right it's all the old stuff. but they they have all the displays right so they show you know these huge you know storerooms of you know for muskets or whatever it was yes um you know again like you said the cannons and just all the stuff that they would say hey you know knights and guards and you know our army mm -hmm. here's all the weapons go grab them yep. you know make sure that the bad guys don't come in so that so that's kind of like the the white tower when you get in that's there's a couple things to see in the Tower of London, and that's the big one. Right. Um, and then, of course, the crown jewels. Yeah. So you come out of the White Tower and the crown jewels. Yeah. Now you're not allowed to film there. There's no there. pictures. You know. Um, and and the lady was watching me with my video camera. Very so so I it's, and so you didn't even really talk about it too much afterwards. So like talk about going into oh, where the crown jewels. So the crown jewels are cool. You kind of stand on like a. Um, treadmill conveyor belt kind of thing kind of like when you're in the airport 
Oh, okay. Stand so it, kind of, it pulls you. Yeah, along. so you can just stand there and you go past the crown jewels. So you don't even really get to sit and like look at oh. them. But this is the crown that the Charles will wear when he gets crowned king. And this is the crown that Elizabeth wore. Wow. And this is like the biggest diamond, right? Like the Hope Diamond and like the emerald. Oh, is that is that the Hope Diamond yeah, that's on that crown? On, yeah, it's all on the crown. And it has the purple velvet yeah, yeah. underneath. And you have to like practice wearing it because I guess it's very heavy. Sure. Um, but it has the saber. And I think the saber diamond is not the Hope Diamond, but it is the biggest diamond ever found. Holy cow. Is in the, the, the stabber or the saber. And then you got the globe. Yeah. Right. So those yeah. are the things that, and then you have other crown jewels that you would recognize. So one thing we noticed is Queen Victoria had that little crown that she would wear. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of remember, um, that was. And so in they there. had that in there. Yeah, they had her little. Oh, that's cool. Little crown was in so there. So that's like probably more her daily crown. Yes, like yeah. that's probably what it's she not was, so heavy. Yeah, and then, so they have other. So the monarchy has a bunch of jewels. Yeah. Right, and they repurpose jewels, and as you see, you know, like Kate or Meghan. Or Fergie's daughters, like they all wore tiaras when they got married. Yep. Like all of these. So jewels, some of that stuff's in there. All some of that stuff is in there. Okay. So, so does the conveyor belt? Is it kind of taking you by each yes, display? Yes. Kind of talks about them a little. Yeah. Where the gems came from? Who made them? Who wears them? That's kind of neat. And so that that was neat. And and think about it, like just from a security perspective, sure. that's probably a great way to actually kind of make sure that you know that, that nobody's lingering around. Yeah. Is you. They can't. Yeah. Not without being obvious because they have to walk against the treadmill. Yes. You know. And then you you definitely walk in like big fortified vaulty rooms. Yeah. And then there's people everywhere. Sure. I mean, it's very like Ocean's Eleven. We just watched Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I'm going to steal the crown jewels. It's like, how would you do it? it like you would have to, you'd have to think of all those measures, you yeah. know, to kind of overtake to take that. yeah it's it's too bad that and I, I get for security purposes why you can't take pictures or yeah. take video or anything like that but that would have been a really neat thing to show so i know um that would um they're all in protective cases yeah. and things like that so but so the other things you would want to see when you go to the tower of london is there's a little church there and the last time we were there we didn't even go into the church now was there i couldn't quite tell was there actually one church where some of these royal people that got executed were buried or was there two one church it was just one so and it was kind of so so there is a chapel inside the white tower tower okay because you showed that brief mm-hmm. we showed yes. that briefly there's a little and then there's the there. then there's the church there's that's outside, outside by the church. execution grounds yeah, right and, beside the building that holds the crown jewels yeah but it's a cute little chapel so that's another thing to see and if you want to see where they are actually buried that's a cool thing to see. But after you kind of, you can walk the outer rim and the inner rim. It's kind of what we did. And that's where you get to see prison cells. You get to see where people were held. I mean, Sir Walter Raleigh was held in prison there. Anne Boleyn. People have um, graffiti on the walls where they like scratch stuff into the walls. And that's still there. And then you get to see the kind of rooms where the menagerie were where they had the cages for the monkeys and for the the big cats and the bears. And you get to hear about how they would get out and people would freak out and run around. And, you know, that's kind of where the menageries kind of ended. I think after the animals got out so many times, yeah, yeah, yeah. people got scared. They're and, like, hey, we don't want that polar bear, we don't want that bear <laughs> attacking us. Killing us anymore. Um, 
but so you can walk around the tower and, and we show you some of that. We were pretty much pressed for time at that. So you can, we're going kind of fast. And I remember Scott was like, gosh, you guys are so fast. But uh, that's kind of what we're, we do there. But when we come out of the tower, what I didn't realize and what's totally cool is the tower bridge is right there. Yeah. And this is, this is, and just so you guys know, this is like a bonus. Mm-hmm. So we actually made, um, we, we made like a kind of bonus short video yep. um, because the the tower bridge didn't really fit into this Tower of London Yeah, and it was video. quick. And we were was, just surprised was, that it was so It close. was quick. It was like literally like across the street. Yeah, and we just- And so they ran over there. And so I, I made, you know, if you're a, a patron, if you go mm-hmm. to Patreon and you look up Walk With History- um, you can actually. That's where the that's where the video lives. Yeah. So it's, if you're interested, you can go over there. Um, it's it's neat. It's we, iconic. It's like watching walking the Brooklyn Bridge. It's not as long, but right. it's it's cool. Yeah, it, it was cool because it's especially the color. Yeah, or the color I think is one of the things that kind of calls it out. Plus that iconic look when you sure, when you, when you look towers, at the two towers and the right blue. there next to the and mm-hmm. and so if if you ever kind of look up a, a picture of London, right. Yeah. And you see that iconic tower bridge. That's the Tower of London sitting there right next to it. Yeah. You know, it's kind right of the, the bridge draws your attention mm-hmm. because it's, it's, you and know, it's almost it stands the same out so kind of stonework. Yeah. So if you look at those towers and then you look at the Tower of London, it's like, oh, it's, it matches yeah. the, the color. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. So who's Bonnie? Just so everyone knows, Bonnie and I went to Penn State together. I was going to let her tell the story. <laughs> I was going to ask her to tell the... Uh, okay, can I have Bonnie tell this? So um, we, we had just started. And so, Bonnie, I have a couple questions for you first. Okay. For those uh, watching the live stream, and if you're listening to the podcast, I have no idea how I'm going to edit this in. So, um, But can you tell our listeners how you know Jen briefly and then kind of how you ended up in London with her? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I know Jen. Gosh, we met our sophomore, my sophomore year of college, or both of our sophomore years of college, um, when she joined Navy ROTC. And we were we went to we were roommates at Penn State and um we were in ROTC together. And then when we went to we both went to flight school. Yeah. Um, and we were roommates in flight school too. And we also worked together in the tax office before we started flying flights. Nice. So I don't think I knew that. We both did people's taxes. We ruined people's taxes. Which I was totally unqualified for. <laughs> but she's an accountant, so. Yeah, I fixed it. <laughs> I never assume that people have listened to the podcast and my feelings are not hurt <laughs> if they haven't listened to the podcast because most of our guests are surprised at this next, next segment that we do. So I like to do a history word association game. <laughs> oh, so geez. you don't have like to know history. All you have to all, <laughs> all you have to do oh, is just good. say good. the first thing that comes to mind when I when I say a word and it's going to lead up to the topic. Are you ready? Mhm. Okay. So if I was to say Sherlock Holmes, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Elementary my dear Watson. Okay. All right, that was pretty close to Jen's answer. <laughs> if I was to say Edgar Allan Poe, what would you think? The Raven. The Raven. Okay. Now, if I was if I was to say Heath Ledger, what would you think? Hot. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. If I was to say Scarlett Johansson, what would you think? Big lips. Okay. Now, if I would now if I was to say beef eater, what would you think there? Tower of London. There you there go. You All go. right, so all that's leading up to the Tower of London. <laughs> oh, and my answers were close to. Yeah, he, you, you're actually answers we were, were pretty. So what was your what were your answers? <laughs> you said Sherlock Holmes. I said Watson. She said Watson. You said Edgar Allan Poe. I said the Raven. Yep. You said Heath Ledger. I said the Joker. The Joker. You said Scarlett Johansson. I said the Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> And then Beef Eater, you said said Tower of London. So I bring those up because Sherlock Holmes, and actually the second ever movie released in 1939, um, was one of the stories was about Professor Moriarty trying to steal the crown jewels. Um, So that kind of little early, I usually make the first word very difficult and not not too close. Edgar Allan Poe, the Raven, right? The Ravens that were at the tower that you guys saw. Heath Ledger was in A Knight's Tale. So you guys saw the knight's armor. Scarlett Johansson was in The Other Boleyn Girl. And Anne Boleyn was yeah. executed at uh, the on the, at the Tower of London. And then Beefeater is actually the kind of the guards or the tour guides um, that are there at the tower. So I, I do that just kind of as a fun way to, to broach a topic. So yeah. Bonnie, for for those listening and for for the couple folks watching, um, had you ever been to the Tower of London before? And and if you hadn't, like what was different than what you expected when you when you kind of showed up? I didn't even know what the Tower of London was. Really? I mean, to be honest. Yeah. Sure. Not That's how I would have been. Like Jen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, the first day we're going to the Tower of London, I was like, okay, that yep. sounds Welcome like to my something. life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I really had no expectations. I didn't know it was right next to the London Bridge. That was the place. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the view from yeah. that spot is amazing. You can see the whole city. You can see the bridge and uh, the backdrop and then, you know, the tower. And it was so amazing because I had my own personal tour guide that knew everything about it. Yeah. So um, and I, and I'm interested, you know, it's just I've been I just didn't know about it. Um, I've been to London before just once or twice with the when I was in the Navy, um, like we pulled in. We were sure. there for Trafalgar Day. Oh, cool. Celebration. Cool. And that was really neat. But um, I just went to London for like two hours um, and we went on the eye and that was about it. And then um, so I've never really spent a lot of time there. Um, so I I didn't know what there was to see. And I figured that Jen had a plan. So I just didn't even worry about it. Man, that that is how I operate whenever we go anywhere. I was like, hey, just tell me where to go and I'll point the camera in that direction. So what were yeah. what were some of the things that stuck out to you? Like, I'll start with the White Tower, right? So kind of you guys went mm-hmm. in where all the armor was and the armory and stuff. Like, like, What are some of the things that kind of stuck out to you when you went into the White Tower? Well, on the way into the White Tower, that's where we came across the ravens. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which I thought was really neat symbolism. And yeah. um, I think it's really ironic that they keep them in a cage. And they're <laughs> like, if the ravens ever leave, then that means that the monarchy is dead. And it's like, but you're keeping them in a cage. It's yeah. Cheating. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, yeah, that, you know what? The smart play, right? Yeah. The, the English know the English know how to do it. Bonnie, we should let them out. You didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> and then the menagerie. Um, so there was like a giant. I think it's in the video, like a giant elephant. Yeah. Um, you know, statue, and so you can kind of imagine what it was like with all the animals in there, which I thought was really neat. And, um, yeah, that that was something I didn't expect either. Even when I went back, mm-hmm. you know, and I think Jen may have told me about it, but when she's there for two weeks filming 
you know, one to two videos like a day yeah. and then working. She didn't get to like, you know, backfill me on everything. So when I was looking at the footage, I was like, I guess I just didn't really expect like a full blown small zoo, right? In the right in the Tower of London. I was, thought that was kind of neat. And there were so many stories and I wish I remembered them now um, because they had this thing inside the menagerie room mm. that you could like lift up and it told all the different animals and, and really funny stories of things that had happened to them. That was probably more fun because oh, wow. I like animals. So, um, but I don't really remember any of them now. Yeah, they were mostly funny stories of them getting out, right, Bonnie? Yeah, like, mostly them escaping. Yeah, escaping and chasing people. And was there something? There was one of them that smoked a cigar or something. Yeah, like a, oh, really? orangutan or something. Yeah, something like that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. they had That's personalities and stuff, and um, mm-hmm. in like like I was telling Scott before, like in their human hum- humanity mm-hmm. was not the same as today. They were the very, humane treatment the or humane in treatment inhumane treatment. Yeah, it yeah. was very inhumane. They had cages in there. They kind of showed you how they lived which was basically just we're gonna get a polar bear and we're gonna bring him to london and put him in a cage and there's the polar bear you know yeah so so bonnie how about like going and going through like the armor you mentioned you like animals like was like the horse armor like cool was Mm -hmm. like any of the weapons or you just like hey no i like the menagerie and then i was i i you know i followed jen through the through the rest of the white Um, tower and went to look at the crown jewels no that the armor was neat um there was a ton of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There was miles of armor. Uh, yeah. So you kind of get, <laughs> you kind of get like just a chit after a while. You're like, okay, another. Yeah. But then we came across the King Henry's. <laughs> yeah. We talked armor. about that earlier before you came yeah. on. <laughs> I saw that in the video. I that oh, made yeah. the video. No, yeah, it was, it was front That's, and center. That, I think that was the most impressive for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to walk around like that. Like how embarrassing. I know. Would you ever walk around like, like that with your armor, like all oh, I don't know. That it's was weird. I guess when you're king and, and people don't, people aren't telling you like that looks weird. Bathroom, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's unnecessary. But uh, so, so then from there, you guys kind of saw like the guns and the cannons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, Jen talked a little bit about the crown jewels earlier. Like, what'd you think of that? Yeah. So we we came out of the tower. Jen went off to look at the church mm-hmm. and um, I stood because there was a theatrical situation happening, which I like. There was a guy that um, a beef eater that was standing outside and he was telling stories. And oh, um, okay. one of the stories he told was about Jane Grey and how she had to watch her boyfriend get beheaded. Holy from, cow. Like. It sh- he talked about, you know, like, this is where she was looking out the window and he was right here. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, it was really impactful. But, you know, he's very theatrical about it. And, and then he was talking about the um, requirements to become a beef eater. Yeah. And he was very he was really funny. He was like, the first requirement is that you have to have an amazing beard. And he had like this big beard. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, and you have to be extremely handsome. <laughs> and yeah. I can't remember the Smart third man. one, yeah. but yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like it, and something else. But and then he actually told the real requirements, to be here, yeah, um, yeah. which I don't remember as well. But <laughs> I mean, I think they're all they're, in, they're all former like military, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they yes, have to you have to be in the military, military. for twenty years. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. lots of service. Twenty years, and 
I told you, remember, Jen? Yeah, you there told me. Things. She filled me in when I walked over. She was like, let me tell you all you have to do to become a bee feeder. Yeah. I was like, what? How do you know that? And you're like, he just said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was just kind of interesting, right? Because they're essentially they're getting folks who have most likely retired sure. and served mm-hmm. long and served well. And so they... They're like, hey, we don't have to think about this person. And they enjoy it. They want to. Oh, I know why they're called beef eaters. Yeah. Oh, why? Because, um, you know, meat was very hard to come by Mm -hmm. back in the day. And they had it because they were so. um, Important. I guess important. Yeah, it was like prestigious position. Um, Yes. They they were given a ration of meat every day. Oh. Well, there you go. So, you know. So not so not that's, not too that's complicated that's of a reason, but something that we probably wouldn't <laughs> mm-hmm. think about today. Yeah, yeah, something that's very of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In but and yeah, yeah and the, at first he was like, "Do you know why we're called bee feeders?" I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was funny. If you go to the Tower of London, listen to the bee feeders talk. They're funny. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was funny. and and the history was great mm-hmm. that he told. You know, it was very. It brought it to life. Yeah, yeah sure. well, and I, I saw even in, that, in the footage, too, like I heard in the background, like he finished some theatrical performance and the crowd like erupted in like a big cheer. Yeah. You know, and I, I mm-hmm. couldn't hear the story he was telling because that you guys just, Jen wasn't filming that, which was fine. But obviously, yeah, obviously. a microphone on him maybe, but to like be like, I'm so far away and I can't hear Yeah, you. and then you guys did see some of the guards. Like they were like, mm-hmm. she, it was not like a changing of the guards, but they were changing watch. Yeah. Yeah, like changing a watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the guy. He got a selfie there. with another beef feeder. He was yeah. really thrilled about it. I know. <laughs> he really didn't seem <laughs> happy. Like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they probably get hundreds of those every single day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but from us. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe just maybe he didn't he didn't he didn't know. Maybe he just you guys weren't wearing your name tags or something like that. So maybe. another Americans. So, yeah, so then we went to see the crown jewels. Yeah. Yes. I know you asked me that earlier. Yeah. It took me a while to get around to it. <laughs> um, yes, we went to see the crown jewels, and that was really neat, mm-hmm. actually. Um, there was like, it was a long, it was a little bit of a wait. So there was different rooms where they would show different videos. Oh, okay. And um, I really, you know, I didn't really have a great appreciation for Queen Elizabeth. I mean, kind of, but before her but um i think this experience kind of they were showing her coronation and mm-hmm. they told some story you know some stories oh, about sure. her and and um, and you guys were there yeah, was, like a month before she passed or yeah. something like that yeah yes. like you guys kind of like mm-hmm. hit all the jubilee stuff and all this stuff like just before she passed yes. you know stuff yes. that people will not have access to yeah now mm-hmm. and these crown jewels mm-hmm. are going to play an integral part now when charles gets yeah um crown king He'll yeah. wear them. And they haven't yeah. been worn for like, what, 80 years. So you can take pictures in there, of course. And mm-hmm. you, they put you, did you tell them this already? I might have missed They're like it, the conveyor belt little, kind of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a little conveyor belt. You're just yeah. like going past them. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Smart it it was, except that I kind of wanted to look longer. I was like, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was saying earlier that like from a security perspective, that's probably a smart call. You just kind of keep people moving through, right? They can't linger, right? Hey, I don't, I don't yep. need uh, right. uh, Ocean's Eleven over there trying to trying to swap the jewels out for something that's <laughs> fake. Bonnie and Jen, that's yeah. the souvenir we want. Yeah. I want that one, but I want, but I want it more than that. <laughs> I want it more. <laughs> 
yeah. So that was neat. Um, I, I enjoyed that. And then we did, I did go into the church after mm-hmm. again and saw all the, all the graves, which was, that was really neat too. Yeah. It's, um, it's really pretty, all the little Tudor style buildings mm-hmm. and the doors are all blue. Yes. And I, I think there was a reason for that. It yeah. I forgot. You're right. Yeah. It was kind of like the London about, color. It's kind of like the same blue. Here. They try to. Royal is that blue. like the, like the royalty color or something? I don't know, but yeah, yeah the, the doors blue. were all blue. Um, yeah. And then what do you think? Yeah. What do you think of the tower bridge? You guys went out after, after you oh, finished at the tower, that. you went out she the tower it. bridge. Mm-hmm. I loved it. We were late to work because of it. I was, oh, really? I, yeah, I was like, we have to walk across yeah. the bridge. Yeah. I felt like if, if the boss is saying it's okay to be late, then I can be late. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we walked across the bridge. Mm-hmm. It was such a beautiful view. Yeah, it's we have a great really weather. Neat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really neat thing. I, I liked it a lot. Um, that was that was a highlight for me. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely like like if first time in London or first time mm-hmm. doing touristy stuff in London, like it's a must do. Yeah, right? and if we had time, mm-hmm. you can climb those towers, right? People were standing in line, mm-hmm. right, okay. to go up into the towers. Get tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But so yeah, we didn't get the chance to go up there, but you could you could do that. And I mean, honestly, people take that bridge for work. I mean, Bridget Jones, she's walking across that bridge for work. So it's like it's a it's a traveled bridge. People yeah. use it. You know, it's not just tourists. That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's like yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge. Everybody's on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was that was really neat. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Well, again, for anybody watching uh, the live stream, that's that's a that's a bonus short episode on Bonnie Watts. To send you to see if we can uh, send yeah. you send you the link. For but patrons. for yeah. for our patrons, our patrons, our patrons that's a, a couple minute video. That's a. That's I know a, they get the b- extra. Bonnie and Jen show the extra Bonnie and Jen show. So, (laughs) but we did have start. Sorry, sorry, I didn't really start talking in the podcast till the third one. I was worried that I would mess it up. No, no, it's fine. Mess it up. Not at all. But now, now I'm feeling it. I want to do some more of these. I'm going to be Jen's sidekick. (laughs) (laughs) We were so funny. If you watch our other videos, us at uh, Buckingham Palace is pretty hilarious because it's like, what's the name of the flag? And Bonnie's like, I knew it a minute ago. It's like, well, well Bonnie, I, the two of us together. I, I will, I will say it's very absolutely that, fabulous. That Jen, Jen tends to be much more distracted. I notice when she's filming these videos with you. So I don't know if that's a, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And me, it's probably a good thing because she's probably actually enjoying it for the enjoyment's sake because she's with you. Um, the, the only downside is that when, if I'm not there backing her up doing other filming, her, her (laughs) filming tends to just kind of like, you know, be more angled towards the ground yeah, or or, you, oh, yeah. or, you, or the bad jokes come out or the bad jokes I know I, w- or I lose my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> I know I noticed I was in I was in a lot of, I was like the Tower of London one it's like the camera was following me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're my you're my my gopher like you're the one in front that I can kind of like follow around so one thing this is we a did regular do- tourist if you if you're in London, you're definitely going to take the the, the tube yep. everywhere, you know, and that's kind of what we did too. And right by the Tower of London tube, they had amazing crepes. <laughs> Remember, Bonnie? We oh, ate yeah. these amazing grapes, like with the Nutella so and strawberries. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> so yeah, just be a crepe a, truck. Yeah, that's kind of like their hot dog. Yeah, 
It's like the London crepe is the uh, New York hot dog. It's the, it's the New York dirty water hot dog yeah. of, of yeah. London. We didn't care. We didn't care how dirty it was. Okay. It was really good. All right. Well, so so <laughs> I'm going to do my sign off for the podcast really quick. And we'll, we'll continue to kind of chit chat and, and do the live stream and, and this, that, and the other. But that way, at least I can wrap up the podcast portion <laughs> and then we can just kind of continue to ramble on okay. as, as friends oh, are want to do when we, when we get to chatting. So, um, you know, just shy of a thousand years ago, William the Conqueror built the very place that Jen and Bonnie walked through last August. It's just a couple months ago. This was before things like the compass, the printing press, or eyeglasses. They were even invented, before these things were even invented. Over the centuries, the Tower of London grew, and it served not only as a home of English royalty, but also as a prison, an armory, a treasury, menagerie, and the home of the Royal Mint, Public Records Office, and yes, the home of the crown jewels of England. Access to this blast of the past isn't limited to high-action heist movies or Hollywood dramas about the English monarchy, but it's available to you and I to do the very things that we encourage here, and that is to go out and walk with history. Thank you for listening to the Talk With History podcast, and please reach out to us at our website, talkwithhistory.com. But more importantly, if you know someone else that might enjoy this podcast, please share this with them, especially if you think that today's topic would interest a friend. Shoot them a text and tell them to look up the Talk With History podcast because we rely on you, our community, to grow, and we appreciate you all every day. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.